Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services, offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. If you need to buy something, sell something, or whatever you want to do on Fiverr, just go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr today to get your gig or to put your gig on Fiverr and help support the program as well. That is bit.ly slash GOP J-O-S-H Fiverr F-I-V-E-R-R. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. The stakes are nothing less than our survival. And you and I and every American is being summoned to bold action. And so I have an announcement to make. before you as the daughter of immigrants, as the proud wife of a combat veteran, and as the mom of two amazing children. I've served as governor of the great state of South Carolina, and as America's ambassador to the United Nations. And above all else, I'm a grateful American citizen who knows our best days are yet to come if we unite and fight to save our country. I have devoted my life to this fight, and I'm just getting started. A strong America, for a proud America, I am running for President of the United States of America. Hello and welcome. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today. GOP Josh coming at you on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you. Um... That was Nikki Haley. Uh, I played two minutes of her 
long, boring event today. I'm going to play more of it later in the program, but thank you for being here. Our website is gopjosh.com. As always, fiverr.com, or bid.ly slash gopjosh, F-I-V-E-R-R, to support the program, Um, Yeah, so, so welcome to the program. Nikki Haley has announced her candidacy. I want to play this clip here really quick. I haven't actually watched it yet, but it's from Trump's Super PAC, um, MAGA War Room. And this show's going to be a lot of clips, by the way, because there's just so much to talk about that has uh, compatible clips. Um, let's go. Maybe if I unmute the tab. Let's try again. It official. She will have to directly challenge Donald Trump himself. Donald Trump can't beat Hillary Clinton. His negatives are so high. His his cap is at 35%. It is impossible for him to win a general. Donald Trump is everything These are I tell my children clips. not to do in kindergarten. No, no. A man who has filed for bankruptcy four times. Obama's address took a number of jabs at the rhetoric of Donald Trump and then many Many were surprised when the Republican response did the same. Nikki Haley, in her response to the State of the Union address, saying Republicans should resist, quote, the siren call of the angriest voices. We must resist that temptation. She confirmed she was referring to you, among others. There are a lot of questions that Donald Trump hasn't answered. It is amazing. I'm an accountant. You could be undergoing an audit. There's no reason he can't release last year's tax returns. Nikki Haley is now coming out criticizing her former boss, telling Politico in an extensive new piece, quote, I don't think he's going to be in the picture. I don't think he can. This is one more project that Donald Trump is doing. Trump University, Trump Vodka, Trump Airlines, Trump Mortgage, all failed projects. This is one more project. That's not who we want as president. We will not allow that in our country. In this clip being played by the Make America Great Again Inc. PAC, shows why the Trump administration was abysmal at best. Was not as solid as it could have been because he surrounded himself with the wrong people. Jared Kushner, Nikki Haley, the bad people that don't agree with his policy that just went there for power. And this, this pushback by the MAGA War Room pack, um, by Trump himself on Truth Social, makes me feel like he won't make the same mistake again in 2024 or in 2025 when he actually becomes president. But she is officially taking him on. She had an event today. Maybe 200 people were there. Not a major big event in her home state. But... um. Yeah, so she is running. She had a three-minute actual video, uh, produced video. Um, She is running on identity politics, to be completely blank. Uh, She's not old, as she says in this clip. America is not past our prime. It's just that our politicians are past theirs. So she's not old. That's her big thing. Uh, She's also a woman. I will simply say this. May the best woman win. And that's it. Um, no policy, no substance. Don't exactly remember what this video is, uh, that I clipped from the Columbia Bugle, but I'll play that clip as well. And take it from me, the first minority female governor in history. America is not a racist country. Identity politics. More confident than ever that we can make this vision real in our time, because that's what I've seen my entire life. As a brown girl growing up in a black and white world, I saw the promise of America unfold before me. As the proud wife of a combat veteran, I saw our people's deep love of I'm more confident. That's her big that's that's her big thing. Is she's a a brown girl, she's Indian, she has Indian roots. 
And that's her campaign. Can the Republicans stop? The big thing lately by the mainstream Republican Party has been trying to pull in the weird votes. Just the, the not weird, but the un-Republican, unconservative demographics that are historically not Republican, not conservative, the black vote, the gay vote, vote. By running on Hispanic politics, or not Hispanic politics, I'm sorry, but identity politics. Well, we like black people, so black people should vote for us. We like gay people, so gay people should vote for us. They just want to, to, to marry. We see where that went, but Republicans should back them being married. I'm just, it, it blows my mind how we stand back and allow identity politics to run wild. Let me be clear. Nikki Haley's not going to get 10%. She's not going to get 5%. She's not going to get 3%. She might get 2% in um, Iowa, maybe a percent in New Hampshire, probably about 10% in South Carolina, and she'll call it quits. She's really running to be the vice president. She's really running to be that number two to Trump or DeSantis, because I'm not writing DeSantis off yet. I think Trump will have a battle with DeSantis to keep him off the power and off out of the presidency. But Nikki Haley is nowhere near the White House. She will never be near the White House. She will never be a Republican that is a president. She can be a Republican. She's a rhino. She'll ne- she, she can be a Republican in name, but she will never be a president. And I'm not saying that it's because she's a woman or because she's Hispanic or not Hispanic, Indian. It's because she has bad politics. She has no substance. Um, I think, I think there's a trip, uh, clip here. There's one clip, let me find it really quickly before we get a break, that she disagrees with Trump on. One big thing that she disagrees with Trump on, and that is Ukraine. That's, that's, that's her one policy that she disagrees with Trump on. Let me pull up the clip here. These are all compiled by Aaron Rupar from whatever fake journalist uh, organization he's with. stand with our allies from Israel to Ukraine and stand up to our enemies in Iran and Russia. So if you're tired of our tax dollars getting sent to Ukraine, tired of them getting sent to who knows where, maybe, just maybe, your best choice is not Nikki Haley. She's not going to win. She's just a a joke candidate at this point. But she's going to be in the news for about two weeks. She'll fall out of the news. She'll eventually drop out uh, at the end of the debates. And she will have $2 million in her pocket and a possible vice presidential pick, my biggest urgent right now, if anyone listening is connected to Trump, Trump, when you are the nominee, do not pick Nikki Haley. GOP Josh back after this on the Red Future Radio Network, GOPjosh.com. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Hello and welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader, GOPjosh.com on the Red Future Radio Network. Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services and offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. Voiceover, translation, logo design, articles and blog posts, proofreading, graphic design and digital marketing are just a few of the services offered on Fiverr. Go to bit.ly slash G-O-P-J-O-S-H-F-I-V-E-R-R to get a Fiverr gig for your business or hobby today. That is bit.ly slash G-O-P-Josh-F-I-V-E-R-R today. 
That link is also in the show notes below. Blackout Coffee is a patriotic and tasty coffee company that offers coffee, hot chocolate, mugs, shirts, and more. Get some great coffee at blackoutcoffee.com. And support the Red Feature Radio Network. You can get 10% off your order by using code TSMS at your order. That is T-S-M-S. Patreon is a growing platform for exclusive content and interaction with the creators you love. Go to patreon.com slash Josh, and for as little as $3, you can unlock exclusive interactions and content with me while also supporting the program. That is patreon.com slash Josh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-N slash G-O-P-J-O-S-H is that link. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. Big news. Um, we talked about Nikki Haley last segment. I didn't want to stay on this very long, but I have something else to mention here. Tim Scott, the senator from South Carolina who frankly, should have been primaried out. I wish Tim Swain would have won that race. Um, he's also planning to run for president. He's joining Nikki Haley at a presidential forum in the state next month um, in South Carolina. He is weighing a White House bid. They're uh, uh, going to appear at the Palmetto Family Council Visitor 24 Forum, an event hosted by the Conservative Public Policy Foundation on March 18th in Charleston. Scott will join Haley at the event as spe- uh, speculation swirls around whether he'll also jump in the presidential race. Um, he's launched a listening tour, etc. Um, he's not going to win. I mean, it's stupid for any sort of um, person, any, any politician, any person at all, to say they're going to hop in the presidential race. I would say that it's pretty clearly decided between two people. It's going to be either Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. The nominee will not be Nikki Haley, will not be Tim Scott, will not be Greg Abbott, will not be Ron, uh, Asa Hutchinson's, will not be Christy Nome, will not be Larry Hogan, will not be Chris Sununu, will not be Glenn Youngkin. The nominee for president by the Republican Party will 99% chance be the Donald Trump, the former president. There is a 1% chance it is Ron DeSantis if something major happens with Trump, but Trump's still leading in every real poll that's not funded by National Review or big rhino groups. Um, yeah, so 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 Ron, uh, Tim Scott, I'm sorry, might run. I think it's stupid to think he will and, and think he'll win. But we're going to move on from that. I just wanted to mention it very quickly at the beginning of the show. Um, if he runs, I told you so. If not, I mean, he's not going to win anyway, so it doesn't really matter. All right, let's talk about um, DeWine, why don't we? So we played last episode the clip of the reporter getting thrown out of of the gymnasium where he was having the press conference. Um, Why he was even there and and, and getting thrown out, I don't know. But we have the the major news that they dropped the charges against this reporter. They should have never been fired in the first place. What I didn't like is the reporter automatically turned it on the fact that he is a dark-skinned person and started blaming everything on his dark skin. That's what I didn't like. But I want to play the clip here. I'm playing two clips of Governor Mike DeWine. Just listen to them both, and then you'll see. Now I have results back from all the wells. All the wells indicate uh, the testing is negative, it's clear. Hmm. Uh, that water certainly can can be uh, consumed by, by residents. I know people have been concerned about that. You know, we advise people until we got the, the testing back, we advise them, you know, don't drink the water, uh, you know, use bottled water. But the experts all along told us, look, these wells are so deep, uh, we yeah. don't see that how there's any kind of problem at so all. You're, you're- 
So he said, you might want to drink bottled water, but there's probably not a problem. This is what he said, I believe, just a, a little bit later. And also, uh, Governor, if you were to live in the area, would you feel comfortable moving back into your home? He said, if you, uh, that reporter, I don't know how all this is going to play. Um, reporter, would you feel safe going back into your home if you lived in the area? Look, look, I, I think that I would be drinking the bottled water. Uh- I would drink the bottled water. So it might be safe. Right, right. People think it might be safe if you have wells, but I drink the bottled water. What is going on in these Palest- uh, Palestine? The big national media has been ignoring this story for a long time. Citizen journalists went to the scene. I know Hayden Ferguson went to the scene. He's uh, from here in Ohio, the area uh, we are in. I've been to many events with him. He's a great man. Um, so we went, he went to that one. I believe there was someone else who also went, who uh, went on Tucker Carlson. Let's look it up here. I want to get his name because um, Nick Sorter. Uh, he's from Lexington, Kentucky, and he went to the Ohio um, area, East Palestine, Ohio, Palestine. And this actually made the national media talk about it because it was just a Newsmax thing, an OAN thing, this show thing, some talk radio thing. Now it's a ABC News. Waterways along the Ohio River are still contaminated with hazardous materials following a train derailment that spilled multiple toxic chemicals, but officials are confident that those waterways are, contam- uh, are contained and not affecting water supplies, they announced during a press conference on Tuesday. So right now, according to what I heard, I don't have actual sources for it, but there are, like, plumes of the chemical that are just floating along the river, and that if a city is getting their water supply from the Ohio River, they should watch when it's going to go around, and then shut off their water supply. Have no water for a little bit. Use the backup. And then turn it back on when the plume's over. Because nothing can ever leak from that plume of, of nas- nasty gas. This was a major explosion. You could see it from a plane above uh, 60,000 feet in the air, or however many, how tall a tr- plane is. You could see it crazy high up. This is a contaminated the air, contaminated the water, contaminated everything else going around. I'm just, I, I personally, if I had city water, if you have city water, if you use it to bathe and shower and drink, Maybe you should consider reverse uh, reverse osmosis filtering your water or using bottled water or using an alternative. I don't know how anyone in the area can feel reasonably safe to use any other water because of how dangerous this chemical is. Just look up, I'm going to give you the name, vinyl chloride, and look at how bad it is. The first link that comes up is cancer.org or whatever, uh, or .gov. As soon as you search it, at least it was... Two days ago, they might have changed it now. But this is an extremely dangerous substance. This is not the first train derailment we've had in the past week. Not the last one we've had in the past week, carrying hazardous chemicals. And I mentioned this a little bit um, for Monday, but I want to mention it again. As soon as we had the train derailments and the major chemical explosions, hey, look, there's UFOs. You know what's out of the news? The contaminated water. You know what's back in the news? UFOs and aliens. You know what's out of the news? The Chinese spy balloon. You know what's out of the news? The uh, Biden documents. You know what's out of the news? The Pence documents. But hey, guys, there's spy balloons. Or there's UFOs. Or hey, we're going to shut down the airspace. Or hey, there was an explosion over Montana. All that's ignored. Hey, guys, there's aliens. I'm not trying to say it's a psyop or a cover-up, but I'm just saying there's a very good possibility it's a psyop or a a psyop or a cover-up. There's floating dead fish along the river. 
people in the area have had their chickens die from either the water supply or the air quality in the area. And you're telling me politicians are still going out there and saying we should drink the water? If you're drinking the water, it sure sounds like to me you're drinking the Kool-Aid and buying into what the establishment says and what the people who don't care about you say, the Uniparty. Because if we had a governor like Joe Blystone out there, he wouldn't be saying, drink the water, don't, don't question the water. He wouldn't be arresting people at the, at the, the, the press briefings. It wouldn't happen. It's a DeWine thing. So if the people in the media that wanted DeWine to run for president are still considering that now, Maybe we don't. People want him to run for Senate. Maybe we don't. Maybe we let him resign and get a real conservative in there that cares about the people and cares about the water supply in our area. This doesn't just affect Ohio. This affects Ohio, uh, probably Michigan. Probably not Michigan, actually. It's not connected to the Ohio River. Um, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Kentucky, Indiana. There's like a six-state group that pulls their water supply from the Ohio River in one way or the other, and it's all connected. I know uh, Lexington, Ohio, or not not Ohio, Kentucky, has been crazy on their water testing, and they've been bringing back a few interesting things. We'll see how this goes. But if I was in the area, if I had water from the Ohio River, and call your your water department. It's, It's public information on your county website. Where does my water come from? If you have a well, test your own well. If you have water, test your own water. Um, and get a health checkup. Just be like, hey, where is my health at now? Where am I going to be in 10 years? I mean, I, I just, <laughs> I mean, really, there's, there's only so much you can do, but I have a feeling we really need to do it. Because we have to just question. Just, just what's going on here? My name is GOP Josh. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Feature Radio Network. We have some Senate news. We have two segments worth of Senate news, I believe, if I time it right. So let's get into that very soon after the break here on the Conservative Crusader Radio Show on the Red Future Radio Network. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. Hey, everyone, it's Joe P. Josh. We can only keep the Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash gopjosh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash theconservativecrusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected, but anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader, the 89-year-old senator from California. Dianne Feinstein is gone from the Senate, to everyone's knowledge but Dianne Feinstein. Uh, We'll talk about that or Feinstein in the program today. Thank you for being here. GOPjosh.com, as always. 
Senator Dianne Feinstein of California will retire from Congress at the end of 2024 after three decades in the Senate and over 50 years in public office, she announced Tuesday. She said in a statement, or she said in a statement, I am announcing today I will not run for re-election in 2024, but intend to accomplish as much for California as I can through the end of the year when my term ends, Feinstein said, or Feinstein said in the statement. Um, let me see if I can even find the tweet originally about her not retiring. Um, yeah, so it's from American Wire. Senator Dan, uh, here it is. Um, Christian Hall, he is from the Bloomberg Business. Asked by reporters about her decision uh, announcement to retire, Feinstein said, "I have not. I have. If I haven't made that decision, I haven't released anything." A staffer then told the senator they put out a statement that has been released. Feinstein repo- uh, responded, "I didn't know they put that out." The senator then told reporters, "It is what it is. I think the time has come." So we know that that someone's pulling Biden strings. Someone's pulling behind the scenes for Joe Biden. We know that. Now we have someone pulling the strings for Diane Feinstein. Feinstein, however you pronounce the name, I don't exactly know or care. She's irrelevant. But she is 89 years old. People say she has severe dementia. She doesn't know where she is half the time or who she's talking to. She'll ask you three times who she's talking to during the conversation. So someone's pulling the strings to the point where she's saying, I haven't made a decision yet. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. So I don't know if they didn't tell her that she's retiring and she was just going to not file the paperwork on time or what the plan was, but it has been announced publicly to everyone else in the world that Dianne Feinstein will not be returning to the Senate in 2025. Good riddance. Um, she has been a, pa- a hack for a while now. Um, but it just, it, it's it's surprising she didn't know. Um, I didn't know they put it out. That's a severe problem. If you're a senator, you have to represent People, a lot of people, California's the largest state in the world, um, population for California is 39.24 million. She's representing 39.24 million people. Even if she's only representing half of those, she's representing about 19.6 million people. And if um, whatever his name is doing the other half, then you got about 40 million people there. Um, so she doesn't know what she's doing or who's pulling her strings. She doesn't even know when she's going to return to work or not. Uh, so I'm glad she's gone. Adam Schiff will probably be the replacement. He's the hand-pick establishment pick for that position. He is a hack. He is a just a, a troll. He's a grifter. He is a, uh, a Democrat. Just just in every aspect of the word, he is a Democrat. I mean, he just he he embodies the party. So he will probably be the hand-picked person for that seat. But I want to see a very very funny video. And I watched it, and I just kind of laughed myself to sleep. Not asleep, but uh, from the Sunrise Movement, which is a... Let's see who these people are. Um, young people to stop climate change and create millions of good jobs in the process backing the Green New Deal. That's their biggest thing, is the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal. So let's play this two-minute clip from this hilarious group. Now, I don't support the the actual decision and the actual uh, policy that they're supporting. The letter's cute, though. I mean, it's a, it's a group of young people going in there believing what they believe. And I, I would do the same thing if there was a, an organized group like this against the Green New Deal. I'd do the same thing. I'd sign on to a letter. I, I'd deliver it to the senator. But this is someone who supports it and who's going in there. And, and a lot of people who support it, you'll hear that later in the clip. Um, And they're young people. I mean, they're not like they're 
80 year old people like Diane Feinstein. These are these are young kids. Um, if we can play the clip. If we can play the clip. If we can play the clip. Come on now, Twitter. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second here as long as we can figure out our technical difficulties. My computer is having a major problem right now. That's very cool as always. Um, yeah, I, I figured it out maybe. Yeah, I did figure it out. All right, very cool. Sorry, I'm just kind of talking. All right, go team. We are trying to ask you to vote yes on the Green New Deal. Oh, please. Okay, I'll tell you what. We have our own Green New Deal. Some scientists have said that we have 12 years to turn this around. Well, it's not going to get turned around in 10 years. What we can do Senator, if is this doesn't get turned around in 10 years, you're looking at the faces of the people who are going to be living with these consequences. The government is supposed to be for the people and by the people and all You know for what's the interesting about this group? Is I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm doing. You come in here and you say it has to be my way or the highway. I don't respond to that. I've gotten elected. I just ran. I was elected by almost a million vote plurality. And I know what I'm doing. So, you know, maybe people should listen a little bit. I hear what you're saying, but we're the people who voted you. You're supposed to listen to us. That's your job. How old are you? How old I'm 16. Are you? I well, can't you didn't vote. vote for me. <laughs> I'm, you're, I'm 16. I can't. Well, you didn't vote for me. I well, can't you didn't vote, vote for me. Well, she, <laughs> so if you didn't vote for me, I'm not your representative. Great work, Diane Feinstein. I'm so glad you're in the Senate. It doesn't And those little kids, I don't know if they actually believe the Green New Deal or not, but... If they've even read it, but we're the one that's going to be impacted. I mean, she's not wrong. If this is right, she's not wrong. <laughs> just, that it doesn't matter. We're going to be the ones who are impacted. I understand that. I have seven grandchildren. I understand it very well. Senator, the cost of and not taking this action is far higher than the cost of what the Green... I don't like how this this older person who probably voted for Diane Feinstein is just hopping in there. I just let the kids talk. It's more entertaining that way. And there here's is enormous what, popularity for this bill around okay, the whole country. And we're asking you to be brave and do this for us and for your grandchildren. Get enough for okay. I'm trying to do the best I can, which was to write a responsible resolution. Any plan that, that doesn't has, take bold, transformative okay. action is not going to be what we need. We need well, your yeah, get, the, get this old person out of here. Get, the, get, uh, get Diane Feinstein against like 20 kids. Better than I do. So I think one day you should run for the Senate. Great, I will. And you do it your way. But by that time, in the meantime, by that time, there's going to be a big problem. I just won a big election. (laughs) Diane Feinstein, man, we're going to miss you. She's been such a good, good, good member of the Senate, so bipartisan. We're going to (laughs) miss... I I need to go back. Um... Yeah, I just want to play this part again. I hear what you're saying, but we're the people who voted you. You're supposed to listen to us. That's your job. How old are you? How old I'm are 16. You? I well, can't you didn't vote, vote for me. Well, sh- <laughs> you didn't vote for me, so it, you don't matter. I hear what you're saying, but we're the people who voted you. You're supposed to listen to us. That's your job. How old are you? How old I'm are 16. You, I can't you didn't vote, vote for me. Well, sh- <laughs> Diane Feinstein, have a great retirement. I don't know how long you'll last out of retirement, but 
Uh, have a great retirement if you even realize you're retired. She'll probably try to figure out when she's going to fly on a private jet back to D.C. Um, about once a week. But Diane Feinstein having a good retirement next year. Hopefully there's enough uh, Dem split to get a Republican on the ballot. I doubt it. Um, but maybe. You, you, you'll never know there. Uh, California does have the most registered Republicans out of any state because they have the most people. But Diane Feinstein, man, have a great retirement. <laughs> you didn't vote for me. <laughs> I, I, that's, I, I love that. Uh, GOP Josh, back right after this on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you for being here, as always. Ohio segment. We haven't done one of those in a while. The Ohio segment, the official, official Ohio segment. Let's go. GOPJosh.com, Red Future Radio Network, back right after this. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader Ohio segment, because this is an Ohio-centric program, but the news of Ohio impacts the news of the nation. As Ohio goes, so goes the nation. I'm on this program, and all across the world, Ohio is one of the most important um, places in the world, I believe. I believe everyone believes their state is the most important, but I believe Ohio has major impact on the culture, on our society as a whole. So, yeah, welcome back to the program. I'm very glad to be with you all today. Uh, J.D. Vance is from the uh, Cincinnati region of the state, the southern Ohio, the Lake uh, Ohio River area, more than the Lake Erie area. But J.D. Vance is taking the position of Rob Portman on the Great Lakes Task Force. He is the co-chair um, at the helm of the group that pushes to protect the world's largest freshwater lake system. People know me much better in Cincinnati than they do in Cleveland, Vance said. It is important for me to do something that is a bit more of a connection to northern Ohio. This is a pretty good opportunity to do something that's for, good for the state, good for the economy, good for the people. Uh, Vance said Portman mentioned the group activities to him soon after he was elected to Congress. Upon his arrival to the Senate, uh, he discussed the task force with the Democrat co-chair, Stabenow, um, who is leaving the Senate in 2024. She's also retiring. Um, good possible pickup uh, opportunity for Republicans if we run a good candidate. Who invited him to join her as a co-chair. Vance said he's ha- glad to do it and had a very productive meeting with Stabenow two weeks ago to discuss the Great Lakes issues and how they can work together. Um, the House has Marcy Kaptur and Dave Joyce as the chairs, both of which should be out of their position. Um, but that's for another day. They collaborate on policies and programs that protect, enhance, and respons- uh, responsibly develop the Great Lakes in the region overall. Uh, Vance said priorities in this job will include fu- fully funding the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative, Fighting invasive species like Asian carp and ensuring the lake's aging lock system and infrastructure stay in good repair to allow the passage of cargo ships. Um, very, very cool. I'm glad to see that J.D. Vance is taking initiative to work with the left a little bit. He has to. So I'm glad he is. But let's look here. Sherrod Brown is in the in the task force. He's up for re-election in 2024. And, and before we get into this any further... Republicans out there from Ohio listening that are over the age of 30, I don't care who you are, how much money you have, the background you have, please run for Senate. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to back Matt Dolan. And we'll talk about why in a minute. I'm not going to back Matt Dolan. I'm not going to back Frank LaRose. I'm not going to back Mark Kavik. A lot of people I'm going to back. I'm I'm not going to back. And I'm not going to vote for them in the primary. Matt Dolan is the only person I could possibly say I'm not going to vote for in the general election. He's not a conservative. He's not a Republican. Replacing 
a Democrat with a Democrat in, in Republican clothing does nothing. He will not back us on judges. He will not back us on gun control or abortion or anything else or the woke issues or the school board issues or anything else that might possibly come up in the Senate. He will back us 0% of the time. Frank LaRose, I would back in a general. Uh, Mark Kavik, I would back in a general. Uh, Bernie Moreno, I would back in a general. None of these people are my key primary voters or, or, or candidates for the primary. So now I can finally say this. As the 2024 primary, I'll be able to vote. So candidates for Senate want to win over a potential voter if your name is Frank LaRose or Matt Dolan or Mark Kavik or Bernie Moreno or Vivek Ramaswamy or whatever your name might be, Matt, Mark Bukita, uh, Warren Davidson. If you possibly might run for Senate, just please run. Um, Neil Patel, and contact me, josh at jobjosh.com. I am a voter now so I'll, or in, in 2024, so I will be able to vote for that position, and I'll be able to, you have to win me over. I'm, I'm going to be someone who might be the deciding vote for the Senate in 2024. So win me over, contact me, josh at jobjosh.com, and come on the program. Um, so yeah, very cool. Let's hop in here, um, and I just found the audio clip I was looking for about Diane Feinstein. A little late to play it now. We are in the Ohio segment, of course. Last thing before we ha- end off the program on the Ohio segment tonight, we, we got into East Palestine, and the reason that's not in the Ohio segment is because it's not Ohio only. If it was Ohio only, it would be in the Ohio segment, but you you realize the East Palestine thing affects the entire country. Entire country. So let's hop in here. Uh, also, before we hop into this clip, one more thing I want to say. Um, Jim Justice in West Virginia should run for Senate, and I'm trying to get him on the program. Uh, trying to get Chris Rose, who's also running. I want I want every Senate candidate on. I don't care if I agree with you or not. Um, but we need someone good in that seat, and Chris Rose seems like a good candidate. Jim Justice seems like a good candidate. I'd like to see where all that goes. So here is Matt Dolan. Actually, here's a guy from CBS News talking to Matt Dillon. Just trying to understand, for our viewers who may not follow Ohio politics day to day, let's say former President Trump is the Republican nominee. Would you support that? Would would you support him as the nominee if he wins the nomination? First off, in the video clip, and I'll retweet it after the show goes out tonight. The sign falls behind him, and it's perfect timing. It's hilarious. It just, it just, it, it goes down. The Republican nominee has got to be somebody who focuses on tomorrow. All the issues we talked about, you know, taking on inflation, border security. That's what the Republican nominee is going to do. If a Republican nominee runs on yesterday, if it runs on a campaign and they win, look, I, I have to take a long, hard look as to whether or not they're actually representing what we need to get done in Washington. You don't represent what we need to get done in Washington either, Matt Dillon. You're the only candidate I'm willing to go out two years before, or a year, over a year before the election and say, there is no way I will ever vote for you for any office ever. There is no way I will ever put a dollar in your campaign unless if you raise a certain amount, you'll drop out. Matt Dolan, you are the embodiment of what is wrong with the Republican Party. You are the embodiment of what is wrong with the Ohio Republican Party. You're the embodiment of what is not correct with the Washington uh, status we have now. You are the reason that we don't have a conservative 
state legislature because you're such an important figure in the state legislature because of your money, your guardian's money, your Indian's money. I'm so glad that you're going to be out of the state legislature and you'll never make it into the Senate unless you're working there as a janitor. Matt Dolan. We need a conservative for the Senate. We don't need Matt Dolan. We don't need a rhino. We need a conservative. And I don't know who that's going to be. And I'm working to get a couple people in there and at least considering to get in the race. But as of now, absolutely positively for sure, it will never be Matt Dolan making his way into the U.S. Senate. And that is the end of this program. For the night, of course, we'll be back Friday with a brand new episode of the Conservative Crusader Radio Show. Yeah, brought to you by Fiverr, brought to you by Blackout Coffee, brought to you by Patreon. Go through and just check them all out. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for being here. Also, one last thing. The Red Future Radio Sports Show is up and running. Uh, Go to the Apple Podcast page or Spotify. Um, Just search Red Future Radio Sports and check it out. My name is GOP Josh. We'll be back on Friday with a brand new episode of this program about talking the news, politics, and culture that keep you up to date. The voice of conservative talk radio. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. 